Welcome to Windsor Christian Fellowship Church Podcast. Our church vision is to win generations to Christ, connect them to His master plan, empower them to succeed, and grow the kingdom of God. For other podcast resources or more information about Windsor Christian Fellowship, please visit us at www.wcf.ca. service. We have a gift for you. We have refreshments in there. We'd love to get to know you a little bit. And so we appreciate you being here. This is a special day for this church. And um, we are transitioning our church over to RJ and Mary. And uh, Pastor Rick has been pastoring this church for 37 years. And, uh, yeah, and she's only 40 years old, so we're, right. we're doing good. And it means this church has been our life. It's our family. It's really been so much a part of us. And, you know, so many people here we know well, some we know casually, some we don't really know at all because it is a big church and there's, you know, a lot of people, new people coming in. And, and uh, we're so grateful, though, for the people that we've been able to serve here over the years. And I just want to say a few words first. And, you know, I got up really early this morning, went for a drive to pray and cry so I could kind of get it out of my system and I did it pretty good in the first service, so hopefully I can keep it together in this service. Um, but our hearts are here. We love this church. We really, truly love it. And we're not going to stop loving it. And um, we're not going to stop supporting it. We're still very much going to be a part here, but we just won't be the lead. And, um, but we want, I want, what I want to say above everything else is thank you. You know, I thank this congregation for the many years that so many of you have been here many, many years. Some of you are newer, but for those of you, you know, you take time out of, out of your week to be here and time is valuable and you don't have to do that, but you do it. Not just for us. I know you do it for God and that's most important, but you know what? You can go anywhere and do it for God. There's many good churches, but you've chosen this church and we appreciate that you've done that and um, we love you and um, I want to thank the congregation for putting up with us over the years, especially those that have been with us like 25, 30, 35 years, up to 37 years, um, you know, you've seen the good, the bad, the ugly over the years. You know, you've seen the good times, the bad times. You know, we've made some great decisions, but we've made some bad ones at times, and yet you've stuck through with everything. And so I thank you for that. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for loving the church and loving those that come into the church and supporting the ministries of this church. And there's been many, many ministries that we've, some we've launched, some we support overseas for serving faithfully in our volunteers, uh, taking classes. You know, we're always coming up with classes and so many of you are so diligent to get involved in those classes and just believe, you know, have faith in, in what we're doing here, having faith in the vision that we have here, most of all for loving God and loving others. And I wanna also, you know, we couldn't do it without you. This congregation is an amazing congregation. It's one of the most giving churches, faithful churches, serving churches, and I, I just love it. I really do. I come here, and I look forward to being here. I look forward to seeing the people here. They mean so much to me. And um, I want to thank our staff. We have an incredible staff. And, you know, a lot of crazy things go on behind the scenes, and yet they kind of weather through it all. And uh, they see a lot of things that other people might not see. And, and I'm not saying bad or hidden things that we would hide from people, but they just see a lot goes on. What goes on to make everything happen and all the work involved. And they work hard. They work, they go above and beyond to make sure things come together. Going that extra mile. 
you know, they appreciate not being paid as much as they could be if they were out in the world, you know, and, uh, and they, they work with uh, gratitude and we so appreciate that. And they care about other people. Our staff is such a, such a great staff and believe in the vision, believing in us. And they see us day in, day out through the good times and the bad times and they're close to us. And for our board, we have an incredible board at this church that have been supportive of us in so many ways. And, um, you know, we just, we just love them. And they've, they're committed to what we're doing. They're committed to the cause. And they've been through us, with us through everything. I also want to thank all of our leaders, mentor leaders and department head leaders and all of you that teach classes and mentor people and um, serve and, and just run with, with passion what God has called us to do. You never fail us. You are there to be there for people. And uh, we're so grateful that you've been willing to do that. And then, of course, our volunteers. And we have so many volunteers. There's volunteers, many of them right now, over in the children's church, our ushers and um, just so many of the ministries, the music ministry and greeters and in the cafe and the bookstore and hospitality. I heard there's a whole group of them over at, at, at the Kaboto Club <laughs> getting things ready for tonight. And, um, and so we're so grateful for all of them. And, of course, I want to thank our family. Um, we have six children, and um, they all know God, and we're so grateful for that. They're married, their spouses know God, and they're, we have 16 grandchildren, and we're so blessed that we have a lot of those grandchildren here in church with us today, and um, there's a few of our grandchildren that are struggling in their walk, and so we're praying for them, but some of our children struggled in their walk, and they came through, and uh, God brought them around and we have faith for that we believe God for that if you raise your children in the ways of the Lord when they are old they will not depart from it doesn't say they when they're young they might depart from it but uh, the word stays in them and we know that we trust the word of God sown in them to do the work it's been set out to do and so we thank our children they've sacrificed and you know it's not easy being a pastor's child and um living when they were younger, living in the house, and we were a blended family, so that even brought a, a whole new dynamic. And, but it was tough for them because they do see another side of the church that, you know, we try to protect them from it, but you can't always protect them from it. And um, so they see things. They see that all not, not all Christians walk in love all the time. And uh, we wish that were so, but it's not always the case. And, uh, you know, but we are a family, and everybody's struggling and growing and learning. And we thank you for believing in us and believing in this congregation as being a family. But our kids especially, we appreciate every one of them. They're amazing kids. We see God in them. We, have, we believe God for great futures for every one of them. And we're trusting God. And um, I also want to thank all of our other pastors, um, we have visiting pastors here today, so many, uh, quite a few. Maybe they could all stand up really quickly, the visiting pastors that came in, uh, Jill and Randy and Steve and Beth and uh, Mike, Mike and, and Linda. And Where's Linda Mark is here? I think Mark Marak, I think, is he here somewhere? Mark I know was he was here. here. I saw him somewhere, but anyway, we appreciate you that you came in for this. We know there's going to be many more tonight at the uh, banquet, but um, we thank you guys for being friends over the years, for supporting us over the years, uh, being co-laborers in the body of Christ. And then I want to thank also this guy here for... Uh, <laughs> 
for being a great pastor, and he really is. He loves people. I'm, uh, he loves people like I've never seen. You know, he just goes that extra mile and reaching out to others, caring about others, uh, spending lots of time and hours encouraging people and uh, helping them. And he's been faithful. He's been true. He spends hours in the Word at home. Um, he really has lived a life of integrity. And being a pastor for 37 years, he hasn't had a scandal, and I'm believing that won't ever happen. And <laughs> Amen. But he's been faithful. I know. I, he's, he does truly love God. I'm in agreement. And, <laughs> and, uh, and he's, a, he's, he's the real deal. You know, he really is. He is who he is. He doesn't pretend to be anybody else, or he doesn't hide things. He just, who he is is who he is. And I appreciate that about him. I love that about him. And, um, and he loves me, and I appreciate that. And, uh, and he you know what she me told time. me for our, tw- our 25th? You know what she told me? I says, I think I'm going to keep you around for another 25. <laughs> you know what her answer was? Well, what if I don't want to keep you around for another 25? <laughs> My kind of girl, okay. Yeah. Anyway. And uh, obviously, I want to thank God. You know, God is really what it's all about here. We love God here. Uh, he needs to be first in our lives. It's all about trusting God, believing in what he's done for us, believing in the work of the cross and what he's called us to do for this nation, for his faithfulness, for his promises, for his word, for all the things that he's given to us. And really, ultimately, it all boils down to him and what he has done for us and what he wants to continue doing in this church and in all of us. And, you know, he is, who he calls, he quips. And I want to say this to uh, Pastor RJ and Mary. Oh, before I get to you guys, one more sec. I got two more things I got to say here. Um, I want to thank all of our people that work in the food bank and the woman's home, all the graduates from the woman's home that work so hard to beat their addictions. I'm so proud of them. We've seen so many incredible successes. I was so grateful to hear three of them are in University of Windsor right now, and we've had one graduate from Bible school, and many of them are going on to do things for the kingdom of God, and I'm so thankful for all of them, and I love them all so much. Um, But RJ and Mary... You guys are really amazing, more than you know, and um, I've watched you grow. I've seen you go through tests and trials. We've had our good times and our bad times, but we work through them, and you guys are our family. You're our heart, and you're great parents, uh, great couple. You're a godly example for marriage. You care about other people. You love God. You desire to do well, and you're committed And I love that you love the woman's home. I've seen that over the years, and that's a lot of my heart's there, and I appreciate that you've put it in your hearts. Uh, I believe in you. I support you. Um, I'm committed to help you succeed in any way you want me to help as best I can. Um, I thank you for staying the course with us and just for being amazing kids, and um, we're proud of you. And we just know God's going to do incredible things in you in the future, and um, you're part of our legacy. This church is our part of our legacy, and uh, I just, above everything, for everybody in this congregation, everybody within the sound of my voice, those that are lis- listening on live stream, lift up the cross of Jesus Christ. It's the hope of the world, and that's what I want to see more than anything else. Love you guys, and I'm excited for what's going to happen. Wow, and I was asking her to come up to do the announcement for the gala, but we did this way in the first service, but I forgot to tell her we're going to win the second. 
Anyway, nobody knows what we're talking about anyway, so it's all good. Anyway, well, uh, Kathy is having a gala in October. You want to just share oh, briefly yeah, on that? Yeah, it's up on the board, October 19th. Um, I believe it's at the Chicago uh, Club. I can never say that. Chicago Club. Anyway, that club. And, <laughs> and I believe it's at 6.30 on October 19th. And we really appreciate your support for the Women's it's Home. They really time. need it right now financially. They're running a little thin, um, and we're trusting God for the finances. But if you buy tickets, buy a table, or donate in any way, we greatly appreciate it. So the tickets are for sale in the foyer following this service. Wow. The young man that was up there, Jason, his grandfather was one of the first men to come over to WCF and had a real encounter with God, him and Albandi, and then they went to Chrysler's, and they just began to disciple and began to bring him out to, to the church every week, and many of them are in this church to this day from them. Every week they would bring lost people in. Every week we'd see him. He was at the first service, of course, Lionel, and uh, so it's just very exciting to see the generations going the right ways. Uh, we're going to receive this morning's offering today, if you would like to give. Amen? If you'd like to give to the ministries of WCF, feel free to do so. Uh, they text, as the majority of the people are giving that their way, text to give. But uh, if you'd like to give, don't feel pressure in any way. And if you are a visitor here, we'd be honored to have you with us in our hospitality room. Just right down the hall, the ushers, all the greeters will show you right where that's at at the end of the service. So come and join us. We'd love to get to meet you. And Pastor RG and Mary and Kathy and I will all be in there. So we look forward to that time with you this morning. Okay, and what we're going to do is I'm going to get right in it. The ushers are going to receive, and I believe in history is very, very important for us to all understand the history of WCF. In a moment, you're going to see a little video that's put together on the church history, and it's from the very beginning. Now, picture, just go back right now, 37 years ago, this fall, we were at the Optimist Community Center. Prior to that, we were at the basement. We rented a room over there at Nobles Baptist Church. That's how far back it goes. And there was a couple dozen people that were over there. And they had a plan. They had a vision. And they ended up hiring me over here to come into Pastor WCF. And we took a real step of faith, rented the Optimist Community Center. And then we went to the Tetonia Club, rented the small hall at the first where the gymnasium was, outgrew it, went into the Schwaben Hall, the big hall. Tried to purchase the facility, but they didn't want to sell it to us. So we ended up buying this 50-parcel uh, piece of land out here. And guess what? It's right in the prime heart of the city now. And God had that all planned and orchestrated years back for the generations to come. So we're going to put the video on right now at this here time on the church history. And the vision carries on. Thank you, David. All right. David was the one, the producer of our program, that Life Inside Out, that he has done that. So that's the first time you probably got to see him in here. He's also one of our board members, a great blessing. At this time, Pastor RJ, if you could kindly come up. And uh, we're going to just do a little bit different in this service. Right after um, RJ introduces Pastor Stephen Beth in a moment, then Pastor Randy's going to come up and share. And then we're going to lay hands and we're going to impart them. We're going to lay hands and ordain Mary. And then I have a letter for RJ I'm going to read and a message for the congregation that I'm going to share. And it's all going to come together. And everybody agreed, said? got the red one perfect it's all yours so from time to time i'm sure you've heard pastor rick and kathy reference to you some of the people that speak into their life like larry stockstill and tony miller and kind of their pastors and uh mary and i are super honored today 
that our pastors, and we've asked uh, Pastor Stephen Beth uh, Fleming from Koinonia Fellowship up in uh, Kitchener-Waterloo area, they're going to be our pastors. They're going to be speaking into our lives, our marriage, uh, help us with our kids when we go through those tough moments as we parents do sometimes. But anyway, we're thrilled to have them with us, and I've asked Pastor Steve to come up and, and share with you all today. Are you? And Lady Beth. just say a quick word and it's you know it's a privilege to be with you we've loved coming to Windsor Christian Fellowship through the years and enjoyed your hospitality your graciousness your love for God and his word and uh, it's a privilege really to walk with RJ and Mary we are thrilled to have people in our lives that have helped us run our race and uh, do well at it as well so it is an honor and a privilege for us to be here today and to celebrate with all of you so Thank you. Very good. Just a couple of words to share a little bit. And um, we planted Koinia in 1984, but the last Sunday before we started, we were here at the Tonia Club. Um, that was the church that we attended. Uh, known Rick, got to know him shortly after that. Known Kathy for over 40 years. Uh, so we go back a long way. We've been here many, many, many times and know many of your leaders and and it's a pleasure for us to uh, continue to uh, come alongside and get a chance to build in this way. And uh, we were reminded that kingdom is much, much broader than ge geography or age or what you're doing, what we're doing, but we do it together. I ran across a verse a number of years back that's become very, very important to me. It's a small little thing just in devotions. I was reading it, and God drew my attention to it in Numbers chapter 33. Verse 2, and it simply says, Now Moses wrote down the starting points of their journeys at the command of the Lord, and these are their journeys according to their starting points. It gets a little boring after that because it goes from here to here to here to here to here. The point is that life is full of starting points. Um, sometimes we say God is a God of second chances. No, that would be understating by quite a bit. Uh, God is a God who continually has new starts. This is a new start. This is a new start. It's not a finish of anything. It's a new start. And uh, when we realize that, you know, many times we want the big destination, the master plan. We want to see it all. And there's a lot of things that we've experienced and we are walking in today that we're really glad we didn't have too much notice about ahead of time. Or we might have changed our mind about participation. You know, we get in a hurry sometimes. And uh, the best thing to remember is keep doing the last thing God told you to do until he tells you the new thing. And uh, with the new thing comes a new starting point. And life is full of that because it's full of seasons, different seasons. The, one of the blessings of living in Canada is that we understand seasons. In many parts of the world, they don't because it's exactly the same all the time. But in Canada, we understand that there's fall and winter and spring and summer and that that's not a bad thing that seasons bring changes to us, but that's a good thing. Proverbs 16.9 says that we can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. And so there are starting points, and there are seasons, and there are steps. 
And many times steps don't come as quickly as we would like, and sometimes they come quicker than we thought they would, but they always come with emotion. And uh, when you have a new starting point into a new season and God just gives you a step, which is usually all he gives us, he asks us to trust him and to step into the future with boldness and confidence with just a step, not a full plan, not a master plan. Years ago, they used to say, you know, if you're going to do any kind of leadership, you had about a five-year plan and some even pushing a 10-year plan. But I can guarantee that things move way too fast today. Uh, we're looking at smaller plans than that. But usually it starts with a step. And I want to encourage you because I know you're a church of generations as we are. And for generations to walk together, for generations to do life together, uh, we have to go through seasons and new starts. And uh, we're in that process ourselves right now. It's interesting, and it brings up way more emotion than you ever expect. You can embrace something in your head, but when you embrace it in your heart, and then you have to trust for that starting point and that new season. New seasons are exciting, uh, but they can be scary. And so the stepping points, I want to encourage you in this because, you know, when you, when you pass a baton to someone in, as, a, as a senior leader or as you do it with a department head or you do it as a life group or you do it in any area of life, as a parent even, I want to encourage you not to step back but to step aside. When you step back, sometimes it's like, been there, done that, somebody else can have it. Hope they make it. We had to work it through. We had to do tough. We had to sacrifice. Well, everybody has to pay their own price. Everybody doesn't pay the same price. Some of you have been here for a lot of years. You've laid the foundation. You've laid down your lives. You've served. You've given and you've prayed. And uh, that's what's in the foundation of this church. Never have I come here without going away excited for the kingdom of God and stirred up back to what God called me to do. And that's because of what you've laid in the foundation of the church. And that will continue. When you step aside, you're saying it's time for somebody else to lead, but we're going to cheer you on and we are committed to your success. We're committed to your success. So when you're a leader in the house and it's your time to have a new start and go into a new season, uh, don't step back, step aside. Maybe you serve in the same area you used to lead. I want to encourage you, you know, be, be committed to that next leader. Be committed to go on from what, what you had accomplished and what you've been doing, and, and be committed to their success. That's generational church. That's the way that we help each other and grow each other and why we continue to go on step by step from season to season. And I believe that's what will cause the generations to rejoice together. So a great honor for us to continue to build with you uh, as a family and for us to come alongside, but specifically, RJ and Mary. And it's our delight, and we're here to uh, help commit ourselves to help them succeed. And uh, Rick and I have known each other for a lot of years and uh, have a lot of history together. And uh, we have seasons where uh, this next step and next season, it's not smaller, it's bigger. Scary. We don't know what it looks like, but it's, it's bigger. It's not smaller. It's just different. And so, blessing to be with you today. God bless.
Thank you, Fred. Amen. The thing I've learned about God is he's not only El Shaddai, but he's also El Sneaky. Because if he'd have told us all the things that we'd have to no. go through, he's sneaky. Okay. We probably would have told him no, you know. But anyway, God is good. Thank you. At this time, Pastor Randy uh, and Jill are going to come up. We're going to lay hands on RJ. We're going to do the ordination. And then I'm going to be sharing right at the end. I have a message for Pastor RJ and Mary. And then I have a message for WCF right at the end. Is that okay? Pastor Randy, come on right up. Let's give him a warm thank you as he comes. All right. Wow, it's great to see all your faces today. I really, I, I, I'm here in this part of the service, uh, not just as a friend of the house or, or your pastors, but uh, as part of the leadership of Open Bible Faith Fellowship across Canada, more than 550 members, uh, ministers across the nation. Once called by God, we're all called by God, aren't we? But once who've been set aside for specific areas of ministry. And that's what we're excited about today with dear Mary. Praise God for you. Because God has called you into a new area, a brand new area of ministry where you shall flourish. I love what Jesus said there in Matthew 15, 16. He said, no, you didn't choose me first. You didn't choose me. But I chose you, I anointed you, that you should bear much fruit, fruit that remains, that whatever you ask the Father in his name, he would give it to you. That's what he says to you. In Ephesians, he says you are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus under good works, which he's already prepared for you. You haven't seen them all. Already prepared for you, that you should walk in them, and you shall. Hallelujah. We believe in you. We see the seeds of greatness in you. You and I haven't had as much time together as you and Jill have. <laughs> and you've shared ministry and experience together. And she's commented to me on the gifts that she's seen inside of you. Maybe others didn't even see them at the time, but she saw them. And we believe God for them. And so we're going to pray for you. We're going to lay hands on you. We're going to call uh, Pastor Mike and Linda and, and Beth and Steve and, and us and come and we're going to anoint you and ordain you into an even greater future than your past has been. Would you join us on stage? And, and friends, would you come as well? Please, Mike and Linda and Steve and Beth and Pastor Rick. And if Mark's still here, I think he slipped out. Yeah. You know, Timothy got blasted by Paul, <laughs> okay, in a positive way. And uh, in reality, uh, Paul said a, a few things. I, I, I highlighted four of them. He said this, do not neglect the gift that's given as hands are laid on you. Up until this point, you've been doing certain functions and such, but that's changing. And... God's grace for the new comes with the place that he's put you in. You don't have to look back and say, well, I couldn't do that before. No, it's not about before. It's about now and in the future. So he said, don't neglect the gift. Meditate on it. Give yourself entirely to it. One, two, three different things. And then stir it up. And that's what we believe God has for you.
So friends, why don't you gather around? We're going to pray. Stretch your hands out towards Mary, would you please? Father, I thank you for this wonderful woman of God. I thank you, Father, for your hand upon her. I thank you, Father, for your choosing of her. I thank you, Father, for now your anointing upon her. And now we declare, oh, Father, we ordain her in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We release her into the ministry that you have for her, to stand strong alongside her husband, Father, to rise up strong. We call forth the gifts of God in the name of Jesus to rise up even stronger than they have before. We declare a new grace from heaven to come upon her, flow within her, flow through her out into others as well. We anoint her now in your name, Father, and we give you all the glory and honor and praise. Hallelujah. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you, Father. Just start to pray in the Holy Spirit now. Yes, Father. Yes, Father, your, your, your opening. I just see you blossoming as a flower with, with, the, 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 what was, with the petals that were closed, opening wide and flourishing and seeing the life of God flow through you. Hallelujah. If any of you have a word from heaven, just, just feel free. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I just hear exceedingly abundantly. Yeah. Exceedingly abundantly. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You are good. Thank you, Jesus. And yes, the gift of prophecy will flow through you. You sometimes talk to the Lord about that, but it shall flow through you freely. And you'll be able to see the result of it as well as the words come flowing forth from your lips into the hearts of those intended that God will bring about the reality of it. And you'll see it and you'll enjoy it. And God will be honored through it all. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. Praise you, dear Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, dear Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Isn't Jesus wonderful? We love you, girl. You can do it. Present your certificate as well. A little teeny gift there. Hallelujah. Bless you. Congratulations. It's a good day. It's a great day. WCF. Praise God. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, diminishing of the trying to get the word out, Appre- apprehensions that we have, the fears that we have, Yes. and you're going to see them subside very rapidly, yes. very rapidly. Amen. Amen. Apprehensions and things and questionings, they're going to begin to subside very rapidly, Amen. okay? Amen. 
when the mantle is on, you're going to see a new authority that is going to come forth in your life. I believe he understands it. I believe you're experiencing it, but it's going to be in another dimension. It's yes. very, very tangible. It's, people have already recognized it on you, but you're, you're going to see it in another whole level today. Yes. You're, you're going to see it into another, and it's not just going to be prophetic. I'm hearing strongly the power gifts of miracles mm. are going to hit. Yes, yes. I feel it's the DNA. There's yes. also been a cry inside that even in frustrations in the past, you've seen some things, and it's like, why have they held back? But you're going to see, you're going to live to see miracles. And this is the God that we serve, and this is the DNA that I know is on the house. Amen? That's now in you, in you too, and so, go ahead. Yeah, I keep getting the scripture coming to me, and, and it's, in all your ways, acknowledge me, the Lord, and he will direct your steps. And sometimes, you know, we want to figure things out, and God say, acknowledge me, acknowledge me, and he's going to direct your steps. Amen? So we're pumped. Amen? So we're going to do the mantle next. Go, Rand, we're going to go right in. We'll stay up here, and we'll just all be uncomfortable for 10 minutes standing. <laughs> okay. They, they, they actually, are you okay? No, we want you all up, because we're going to lay hands on the both of them for the, the mantle then, and we have a real surprise for the church today. All right. Amen. You ready? Got your seatbelts on? All right. Well, just such a joy. To, to share this. Did you know you're our church in Windsor? <laughs> Jill and I, we pastor in Brampton, but when we're here, we feel so much accepted and, and part of the team here. This has been, uh, we've been aware that this is a, a, a time of transition is drawing near. It's been our, our, just our joy to be uh, dear friends with, with Pastor Rick and Kathy and to be able to see how God is at work inside of them We've traveled to many areas, not just inside of Canada and the States, but around the world, and seen where the favor of God is on their life. Have you recognized that? Where God's hand is upon you to influence this nation specifically, but then beyond into the nations outside of here as well. He set an urgency into your heart, my friend. I've seen it. We've talked about it. To fulfill an apostolic calling. So, so the pastoral is great, but the apostolic is what's on him. And so we, we believe that God wants to, to draw in networks, to, to bring a greater unity across our nation, to bring back the Lord Jesus and to see the fulfillment of the a prophetic words spoken across Canada for revival across our nation. The time is ripe for you, Pastor Rick and Kathy, uh, to devote your energies to fulfill this powerful calling. Will you... WCF, join your faith with them for great success among leaders to bring much fruit into this nation. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm excited about that. And I've also observed firsthand Pastor Rick and Kathy's love for you and the church and every family. They want it. They, they, it it's, there's no differentiation. Doesn't matter whether you just came in the door or you've been here many years. Their heart has been to see you and your whole household rise up strong and serve the Lord, and impact your friends around you as well. But they've been praying and fasting and believing that God would, would really make it so clear on who is the next one to carry the anointing for this house. And, you know, you, you, you're, you're Bible readers, public reading of Scripture, but Bible readers. 
And one of the greatest transitions that took place in, in the Bible is between David and Solomon. David was known as a man after God's own heart. But uh, he didn't always do things exactly right, the same as me. But guess what? God loved him anyway. And so there was a time where he went and he, he had a dream to build a house for the Lord. To build a, a house where people would gather and they would come in and they would worship the Lord in that place. But God said, no, it's not for you. It's for your son. I, I heard it said this way. Despite David's good intentions, his ample preparation, it remained an unfulfilled dream. When David passed the mantle of, of leadership to Solomon, guess what? David's dream became Solomon's destiny. I love that. And your passion has always been to raise up a, a mighty church in this area that would impact the whole county and beyond and from here would, would travel out through, through live stream and other ways. And you've done well in doing that. We, you are a model church for us. Well done. But now, your dream has become your destiny. Hallelujah. We're excited for that. We're blessed for that. I'm so glad you weren't like David. Dave, David waited till the end of his life when his body was frail. And then finally he, he, he picked uh, Solomon. But guess what? His delay caused contention and caused struggle, caused agony for him. Thank you for not doing that. Thank you so much, Pastor Rick that you've made this momentous decision with full agreement of your bride and partner in ministry and the ministry team and even the church family here so that you can not uh, lay down and do nothing, but instead launch in to the apostolic ministry across this nation. You see, you are a spiritual father here at WCF, but we'll continue to touch the lives here. But now God's anointing is for you to be a spiritual father to many across this nation and beyond. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, I praise God for that. So, so WCF, will you propel Pastor Rick and Kathy into this new season of fruitfulness through your prayers? Is that your desire? Will you do it? You see, for some, there may be a, a feeling, oh, oh they're, they're gone, I'm missing. No, no. It's faith to launch into the future. Hallelujah. Now many, many will, let, let me ask it. How many will release Pastor, Pastor Rick and Kathy into God's destiny for, for their life? Will you pray for them to fulfill all that God has for them? Greater fruitfulness to influence this nation and the other nations around. Will, will you join your faith with Pastor Rick and Kathy, not, not as your pastor, but as an apostle of God, will you release Apostle Rick and Kathy to be mightily used of God and to finish well? Will you do that? Yes. Praise God. You see, this is all about faith. It's about doing things God's way. Hallelujah. Aren't they a nice-looking couple? Don't they have beautiful young ladies, young girls? I love it so much. 
Pastor RJ, you've been uniquely prepared by God. You've grown up in the house of Pastor Rick and Kathy. That, that was fun in itself, I'm sure. And with brothers and sisters around, which was a delight as well. You are surrounded by faith and, and passion. And, and RJ, you, you've seen their passion. Passion for Jesus and passion for the church. Always caring for others and investing uh, in, in others' lives and investing in God's work. It, it's in your DNA. You, you can't buy it. You don't learn it all. It's inside you, my friends. And I'm so excited about that. Moreover, you've adopted the, this same passion as your own. You've, arrived, you've gone to the mission field and you served, served there and, and God put the nations into your heart. I love it. And now the nations have come to Windsor and, and WCF. We're excited about that. You've uh, worked alongside Pastor Rick and the team here at WCF for, for many years and, uh, and you married uh, a, a beautiful young lady, a woman of God, uh, as a gift. And God's given you beautiful children that will also rise up and you'll call and call you blessed. Praise the Lord, my friend. You are trained, you are equipped, and you are empowered to lead. I've observed you. I've seen over this last dozen years or so that God is preparing you for this time. You didn't, you didn't push and try to push everybody out of the way. For this time, for this new season, his hand is upon you. What I saw is vision blossoming in your heart like, like a dormant seed that's starting to grow and been germinated and now it's growing better. Not, not for personal recognition or even family legacy, but for the glory of God. Like Solomon, you prayed for wisdom, but not just man's wisdom, as good as that is. I like James 3. It says, but the wisdom from above is first of all pure. That speaks of the motive of your heart. You, you said it so well when you spoke of your husband. The motive of your heart. It's also peace-loving. And not, not contentious, not trying to cause trouble. Gentle at all times, but still kind in dealing with others. See, the wisdom from above is, is willing to yield to others, the Bible says. That, that means you're not bullheaded, but you're collaborative. You'll be able to work together, and we, we love that. The same wisdom from above is full of mercy. It's, uh, it has good deeds attached to it, so you're going to be working to bring the blessing of God to others, showing no favoritism, always sincere. This is the wisdom that's in you already but you will experience to grow as the days approach. Don't let anybody else try to put their wisdom in. You can hear what they have to say, but always stay with the wisdom from above. Hebrews chapter 12. <laughs> it talks about running with endurance. It's already been said so well. Running with endurance. It means life is not a sprint. The head, what's ahead of you is not a sprint that you have to feel the pressure to perform every day. It's to know God is with you always. Therefore, since we're surrounded by such a huge crowd of, of witnesses to the faith that let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, 
glad you dealt with that. And you put a line in the sand you're not going to cross. But run with endurance. The race that God has set before you. You're never going to run the race that your father, Pastor Rick, did. You're running your race in your way. With that baton in your hand. I love it. You are to do this by keeping your eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects your faith. Hallelujah. And we're going to help him run. Amen. They have uh, batons that they pass, and they have swords that they pass. And I could put my sport coat on him, but I think it's a little bit big. So I'm not going to do that. But what I am going to do is give him a pair of Michael Jordan high tops that he can run the race and finish it well for Jesus. Amen? So while he is putting that on, Pastor Randy, thank you. Wasn't that a great word on David and Solomon? I'm just so thankful, but I want to be a David without a Bathsheba. Amen? Amen. Amen. Some of you don't know what I'm talking about, but it's okay. All right. Are we all ready? Great, great. We're going to lay hands right now, but I want to state this to RJ and to Mary. On July 21st, 1972, my first son was born. An amazing miracle from God that I didn't know at that time. I was over here in Windsor, Ontario, not serving Jesus. I was at a bar down on Olette Avenue and uh, not living for God at all while your mother was expecting or while your mother was in labor at that their time. Raising you was new to me, and your alertness, attentiveness, and asking questions were always amazing to me. And three years later, I gave my life to Jesus, and I remember the power of God came on your life, and you were slain in the Spirit at three years of age. Shortly afterwards, you went to school and turned out to be one of the most brilliant kids in the class, and they even put you in what's called the Gifted Child Program at John Ross Elementary. I remember at parent-teachers meetings hearing how you excelled always, did your assignments ahead of time, and they were having a hard time giving you enough books, reading materials to keep you busy because you zipped right through them all. Kind of like learn that from your father, you know? (laughs) I remember when you started taking band with the trumpet and loved to play soccer and basketball with Dad, and then you went on your first missions trip to Australia and came back talking about Vegemite, Okay with teen mania and was a life-changing trip for you and then you got your first job at the big chief gas station on tecumseh near jefferson uh, and then you went to bell river high then graduated from st anne's in tecumseh and on to toronto school of business got your certificate of systems analysis and design and then after a meeting with the late dr lester summerall he challenged my life where kathy had renewal vineyard renewal laughing I began to pray about your future with you in ministry, and he said that all of our kids would be with us in ministry. Two months later, you came and talked to me about the call, and you went on to Christ for the Nations Bible Institute in Dallas, Texas for two years. After graduation, you went to the Philippines and served on our base of operation from WCF for two years, and I remember the stories that you witnessed on buses and youth groups and never forgot the conversation we had with the Hill of Skulls in Cambodia, where over a million people were beheaded. The Khmer Rouge that came in 
It was the most intimidating thing ever. I'll never forget the passion you had for the leaders that you never heard about again after they met with you at a hotel. We were so proud of the man of God that you had become and your love for world missions, souls, and people was truly confirmed the call of God on your life. We remember being in Russia, planning churches and speaking, and coming home, you were on holidays from the Philippines, and then you met this lady named Mary Bethlehem, whose dad happened to be Job Bethlehem, and mother was Mary Bethlehem. And it's like, is this all about Jesus or what? What's going on here, you know? And then I remember uh, looking at you one day and seeing this starry, Google-eyed kid and how you wanted to marry her. And then in our backyard in Southwood Lakes a year later, we married the two of you, and then later came the four incredible daughters. Why don't they come up right now? Isabel, Abigail, Tifar, and Nadia. We're such a blessing to our family and our church. Your position changed after marrying Mary, and you started working with me at WCF, and I recognized the technology challenges that were in the church and how you patiently navigated through teaching me how to use this new machine that I wanted to bust up, but you just kept being patient with me. Your patient endurance was a miracle. Your knowledge of the Word of God was astounding. The husband and father that you became were very encouraging to mom and I. Then I remember taking you aside for the last 10 years and telling you why and how I came to make decisions here at WCF, and you've always been an obedient and loyal son to mom and I, and we're so thankful for that. I began to allow you to preach in the main services, and your style and mine were completely different, yet I sensed the anointing of God upon your life and the depth of His Word spoken as well as how people were being ministered to and their lives were changing. Working with you these 17 years has been a blessing for the most part. Amen. Today is the day to officially pick up the baton. The mantle is real. It's not a lightweight cloth with a garment at times that can get very worn out, stressed, discouraging, frustrating, and overwhelmed, but yet there's a heavenly grace that will kick in the two of you that you'll know and experience more so in the days to come. Archie and Mary, you're a couple that will fulfill the prophetic mandate over this house. Your zeal and passion and love for God family and his people, the move of the Spirit will impel you into another dimension of life in the Spirit. The call is generationally and the Spirit is generosity. And I have prophesied over your daughters into their future graces that God has shown me for their life. This is your time as a couple. Ahead of the two of you lies your greatest challenges, yet also your greatest victories on the other side. You're both, and I emphasized that when I was writing this. You're both anointed, appointed, and called, and chosen by the Holy Spirit to lead WCF into the greater glory of the last day's harvest of souls. And you too will fulfill the calling upon your lives individually, but corporately as you kick devil butt, you arise to win the generations to Christ, to connect them to his master plan. You will empower them to succeed, and you will grow and advance the kingdom of God. That's the mantle upon your life. Mom and I say, be strong and of good courage. You will face many challenges, enemies, and obstacles, but be strong and of good courage. You will face the giants of the day and the hour and slay every one of them, and you'll accomplish and fulfill the prophetic mandate of heaven for the power of the, by building, shaping, molding the saints at WCF 
into a glorious habitation of God. A church without spot and wrinkle. It's in you. And mom and dad believe in you. We are here to serve the two of you. And we are here to support you too. We are here to cheer you on and say greater things are yet to come for all of us at WCF. And your best, most glorious days are ahead. They're not behind. Now go and run the race. Now go and fight the good fight of faith. Now go and finish the great commission and make disciples of the nations by preparing a people for the second coming of the Lord Jesus. Back to planet earth to rule and reign. We love and appreciate the two of you and release you to the heights, to the highest of places in Christ. We release the giftings and anointings upon your life and we release you to your keeping, protection, oversight in pastor, teacher, mantle that will excel in the years to come. Father, we thank you for the gift of God in the two of them. We speak the hedge of protection around their marriage, around their children, around their children's children in years to come. We speak the blood of Jesus over their home, their vehicles. We speak the blood of Jesus over their relationships and the blood of Jesus over this church. We apply it to their future and we honor them and we bless them today and release them to the highest good and the highest will of God for their lives. Now, Father, release the mantle upon the two of them now. May they experience it in tangible ways, but also in the ways of the move of the Spirit of God. May they come into a dimension of the supernatural way beyond what they've done already way beyond our highest expectation but into the expectations that god has now for their life and home in jesus name and i just decree the best is yet to come and everybody agreed said amen amen, amen. we love you and we believe in you let's give them a warm welcome wcf pastor rj and Mary are going to share, and I know it's a little late, but in 10 minutes I have my final words, and I don't want to say final words because I'm going to be on the next 15 months speaking every month, amen? And so you can be seated, but please, if at all possible, wait for my last message because I believe it's going to connect the entire church. It's all written down. It'll take three minutes and 49 seconds. Okay, Pastor Archie. So in Zephaniah chapter 3. <laughs> you can do it. You know, God can turn any situation around in your life. Actually, I'm going to read Deuteronomy. But the Lord your God refused to listen to Balaam. He turned the intended curse into a blessing because the Lord your God loves you as long as you live. You must never promote welfare or prosperity of the Ammonites or the Moabites. You need to know today that God can turn your test into a testimony. He can take your mess and turn it into a message. He can take you out of the Hall of Fame and he can put you... Did we say that backwards? The Hall of Shame into the Hall of Fame? Because you gotta get your horizontal right so you can get your... Ver <laughs> Must be something in these shoes. 
Okay, now I gotta go back to me. I can try to be him, but it doesn't work so good. Listen, time's really late, so I'll try to be as brief as possible. We are honored and thrilled to stand here before you to serve. And we want to lift up the name of Jesus here in Windsor with all of you. And we want to make disciples. And there's many good things God has in store for our church, and we're going to see the power of God released. I'm going to start talking about the church I see next week. But there was many people that imparted to us throughout this journey, including Pastor Rick and Kathy, Pastor Randy and Joe, Pastor Steve and Beth, Pastor Luke and Pastor Brian and Pastor Dave. Many, many people have formed the character of Christ inside of us. And we have accountability in our life. We have structure in our life. We have the word of God in our life. We're going to pray and listen to everything that God directs us to do. And together, we're going to believe for some great things here in Windsor. Yes, 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 yes. I better let Pastor Mary talk for a second. I know it's the hour is late, so I'm really going to ask your permission and beg your indulgence to just share for a few minutes. Would you, would you give me permission, please? Would you be patient? Um, I feel it's really, really necessary and important to give honor and respect where honor is due because Pastor RJ and I would not be here in the place that we are in without the people that have gone before us, without the people who have labored before us, without the prayers that have been said and prayed for us. We could not do that. So um, first of all, I want to thank you for being, I wore waterproof mascara today. I was smart, so it's good. For being the man of God that you are. I want to honor you as now the head of this church, our covering. I want to honor you as my husband. I want to honor you as the father of our children. I want to honor you as the most incredible, amazing man that I've ever met, whom I will ever know. The first thing that I fell in love with about you was your incredible integrity. The willingness to do what was right always, no matter what the cost. You walk in that, RJ, every day, no matter what the cost. And I have watched you over these years walk with great humility, striving and pressing into God and asking him, Lord, I will not take what's not given to me. I will receive what you give me, God. And you've waited for the Lord to promote you, for the Lord to set you in the place where you're supposed to be. And I am so proud of you. And I honor you. And I love you so deeply. You are, and I need this church to know, we are and in good hands because I know that you chase after God and that you love him 
and you love us. I need this church to know too that we would not be here. We've received such an incredible inheritance from the Lord, this church, an amazing inheritance. And that is Pastor Rick and Kathy's legacy, that which they have given to us. And that's their nature. That's what they do. They give. And you need to know, you need to understand the incredible sacrifice that they have made in their lives personally to give and to be here and to be steadfast and faithful for 37 years. And I want to say from my heart, thank you. Thank you so much for giving Pastor RJ and I an incredible inheritance, a legacy and a foundation to build on in this church. We would not have that had you not been faithful to the call. Thank you for your obedience. The first place that I that RJ ever got the seed of integrity from was this integrity that was in your life. And you and Pastor Kathy, you have lived integrity. You have walked integrity. And this pulpit has never been tainted by hypocrisy. They have walked out every day in their private life. They've walked it out. This is not a show. This is not a performance. They have sacrificed greatly for you, church. They love you, church. They give of their time, their talents, their energy, their gift. They give sacrificially to tears for you. They're on their knees for you, for the Lord. Seeking Him, asking Him what to do. They have surrendered their whole life in obedience to the call. And I want to say thank you for being the example that you have been, for living a life for us that we now can, we have seen that example and we receive it, we got it. And we want to say thank you, we love you. I love you, thank you for pouring into me all of these years. And I say right now in the name of Jesus, that because of your private purity, God is going to give you public power. He's going to give you public influence because of how you have walked in your private life. And you are going to go forth in this nation and your voice is going to be a voice that is going to unite the voice of Canada, of the local church. And we are going to see a powerful move of God in this nation. Amen. I also want to just give honor to my mom. I would not be here, church, without the prayers of a mama. She's prayed for me, on her knees for me, our family. And I would not be here without her today. Thank you for the prayers that only you could pray as my mom. Thank you for the covering that you've given me in prayers. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your love. And thank you for your belief in me. I'm so happy. I'm proud to be your daughter. I'm so glad that you could be here today. Thank you, Joey, for inviting me to church. I love you. Thank you for being here for me. 
you're an amazing brother and you're an incredible man, an amazing husband and an amazing father. And I know that the best is yet to come for us. Amen. So church, would you stand with me and please give honor to our pastors, Pastor Rick and Kathy. Hallelujah. Well, just you could stay standing for just a moment. This is, I put it in paper because there's so many people. If I start, I'm going to forget. And I really don't want to do that in this service. So I want to just read today to you what I put down from my heart to your heart today. You have heard these opening words for the last 37 years at our church. Good morning, WCF. And truly it won't be for the last time. Today's an incredible day, an amazing day of great rejoicing. Today is pointing us to the future of our church, and together we celebrate our past and say, look what the Lord has done. We reflect on our present where each one of us is today, and we get a glimpse of our future where we are going. If I had a few hours, I would like to say thank you personally to every person here today, but time will not permit me to do so. To Nello and Margie Panlini, Joe and Marilyn Zacker, and Ed and Paula, thank you for inviting me to the first uh, meeting that we had here at Windsor, Ontario, at the basement of the Nobles Baptist Church. Your dedication, determination, and support all these years. I want to thank all my staff, administrative team, pastors, board and elders, department heads, home group leaders, and helps ministries for your incredibly love, patient endurance, and faith. We could have never achieved what we have done without you. WCF has been our home. It's been our family. And to a great extent, our life for the last 37 years. Pastoring here has been an incredible honor and for the most part, an incredible joy to serve and lead over these last four decades. The first vision was fulfilled by each one of you today. I say, stated this in October of 1982. I see faithful men and women appointed to every area of ministry. And truly, you're the answer to those prayers from way back there 37 years ago. WCF has been an oasis of love in a troubled world. Through the best of times, as well as the toughest seasons, our church family and life, you have prayed, interceded, fasted, and supported. The vision, as well as the visionaries of the house. I say, well done, thou good and faithful servants. Your letters of encouragement, your emails, your calls, your voice recordings, texts, smiles, hugs, and high fives have made me always feel special, valued, and embraced and greatly celebrated. To each of you here today, I say thank you. Thank you for your kindness, for your forgiveness, for your incredible attitude and passion, your generosity, which we could have not won the generations to Christ without. We could not have connected them to his master plan without you. We could have never empowered them to succeed without you. And we could have never grown the kingdom of God without you. Being the senior pastor for 37 years has been an incredible privilege for us as we trust the seeds we have sowed into each of your lives from God's uncompromising word that in the days to come they will bring forth 30, 60, and an optimum yield crop with inside of your lives, homes, marriages, families, and relationships. Today, all of us at WCF 
it's a new page turns in the future history of our church. And may each one of us continue to be the lovers of God, lovers of one another, the servants of God and the soul winners, as well as the vessels that God has called us to be. Living authentic, relevant, excellent, fun-loving, accepting, and powerful lives for Christ. WCF, we unite in the good fight of faith like no other time. May we all pray for trust, support, and encourage the next generation of leadership. May we speak blessing over our church and together in the, be the salt, the light, the living epistles, stewards, servants, and giant slayers of the day for the generations to come to follow. May we continue to welcome the Holy Spirit into our midst and in unity believe God for a final wave of the greater glory of God to hit the body of Christ and our church a part of it, our province, nation. And finally, may we all be a people of faith equipped, trained, and with a clear trumpet sound, declaring to the generations, prepare ye the way for the Lord to return to earth. Repent, believe, and be baptized today. Turn from your idols and from your indifference and get out of your comfort zones and let's rise up with a fresh spirit of courage, a fresh anointing, a fresh passion, a fresh purpose to fulfill the mandate and prophetic words spoken over this house. Together we will do it together. We will kick devil butt together. We will go from glory to glory by the Spirit. And I decree to each one of you, WCF, our best days are not behind, but are ahead of us. Let's seize the opportunity. Let's run the race of faith with endurance and together finish well. As we all agree with Paul's words, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. And in Psalm 105, 100 verse 5, For the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever. And His faithfulness continues to each generation. WCF, Kathy and I love you. WCF, Kathy and I believe in you. And WCF, we are standing alongside you for the future good that God has for your life. May this be the best day of all of our lives as we serve our Lord and Savior Jesus in unity and may the fruits of our labors impact in the years to come every generation and may the kingdom of God break out in our midst of all of us. And finally, I do speak Deuteronomy 1.11. May the Lord God of your fathers make you a thousand times more numerous than you are and bless you as he has promised you with all our hearts, love, Kathy and Rick. God bless you all. Have an amazing day. Have the best day of your life. High five five people around you today and say it's amazing to serve our King. God bless you all. Love and appreciate you and connect together with one another.